everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 170. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And goddamn, those wings were tasty as fuck. <laughs> well, they were. I think they added a little bit extra, more extra sauce, a little bit more than they normally do. I admit, I went and got wings today, and I have to say the same. Where were these wings from? There's only one place we go to. Oh, you two hung out together? No, but there's a location nope. by her. Oh. Buffalo Wild Wings, the official diner of Anime Jam Session. I don't that was have done one of those. Tuesdays. Yes. I don't have one of those near me, and I generally don't eat wings. Oh, the sauces are good. What a shame. Really? Well, I do need to start making my own wings again. I need to order some of JR's sauce and head over to ShopRite, because they have, like, the frozen wings. Like, I think they have, like, three bags for, like, like ten bucks. They're, like, four-pound bags. They're already cooked, so it's not bad of a deal. Ah, let's see. Let's pull this up right here. We are live tonight, week of June 24, 2014. Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. It was replaced Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.bognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network. There's an IRC link. You click on that, it'll open up your default chat client and bring it right into the chat room. Uh, now, let's, let's see what's going on in the chat room right now. Um, Serenity4188 says, I'm counting down the days till the new Sailor Moon. And like I said before now, I have internet. I can watch it being streamed. And also Glass CityCon. Well, somebody's a little hyper as fuck tonight, and she just said that. Who would have thought it? <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh. Let's get down to business, shall we, people? Sure. All right. Ari, how was your week, and how was your day? Uh, my week was on the slow side. I had the, uh, the actual weekend off, Saturday and Sunday, because of my work schedule. No, we'll have it again for another two months, but uh, it's nice to, nice to experience that. Uh, I did end up going to see How to Train Your Dragon 2 in 3D on a whim. Oh, how was that? <clears throat> it was pretty good, I guess. I mean, I, I saw the first one, and I thought it was alright. I mean, I haven't, I was never a fan of the books. I didn't even hear, know they were, you know, books to begin with. I'm, that's first up me hearing that, too. But uh, it was otherwise enjoyable, yeah. That's and cool. Let's see what else. Oh. Honestly, that's about it. Alright, cool. cool. Saving up for the tattoo I want to get next, so. Oh, what is that? Awesome. The uh, square encompasses a Freemason's emblem. Oh, nice, nice. Gonna get it on my left arm. Don't know if it's gonna be on the uh, inside or outside, though. Uh, 
put it on the outside. Show that bad boy off. Oh, it show up the one on my right arm too. I was just thinking, hey, symmetry, kind of. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, that's how things are going. For me. All right, cool. Ah, Makuchan, how was your week and how's your day? Um, my week has been fairly busy, which I guess is a good thing. Uh. Um, starting on Friday and actually continuing right now, um, I've been watching Mario Marathon all freaking weekends. Yeah, until I had to pull you away to help, uh, help us with another podcast yesterday. Well... I was watching the marathon, and I was trying to eat dinner, and then you're like, come do this podcast. I'm like, but the marathon. And I thought it was going to almost be over, but um, tonight on Will Wheaton's show, uh, he said that he was going to mention the marathon. Um, so they were trying to extend the marathon at least until tonight. Yeah, okay. So... Um, so at uh, at some point last night, they decided, because the whole premise of this is you donate money to Child's Play through their website. There's a donate button. It brings you directly to PayPal and all that. Um, but the more you donate, the more money it makes. And the more money it makes, the more levels they have to play. So they've been playing various Mario games since Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Wow. Um, I like video games at all, but even I get tired of them sometimes. <laughs> well, there's like four or five people playing. So oh, well, it gives everybody Yeah, it gives everybody a chance to go and take a break, sleep, eat, all of that stuff. Um, but the whole thing is is that the last couple of years, Will Wheaton has actually really been into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this year, he's got his show on Sci-Fi, which just ended. Actually, they no. Just, no. Well, they just talked about um, the. They, they just talked about the uh, the marathon on there. Wait, wait, no, no. Uh, Will Wheaton's show is not is not on yet. Yes, it is. His show moved to nine o'clock. Re- no, it didn't. Yes, it did. It just aired. No, that can't be right. Hold on. Here. Um, considering everybody was watching it, yes, it was. It's right. Hold on here. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I gotta look at something real quick here. <laughs> he doesn't well, believe. I, he does, no, I know he doesn't believe me. Okay. God damn! It, I wish people would tell me these things. I have. What, this must have been recent. This had to be just this week. Had to be. Yes, it started this week. What? I think. Why would they swap Heroes of Cosplay with Will Wheaton Project? That's kind of stupid. If it were up to me, um, I'd put Heroes of Cosplay on at two thirty in the morning. If it was up to me, I'd put it on Wednesdays when I can watch it and actually kind of want a drink. Well, I'm guessing that they moved it to ten o'clock mainly because um, it sucks and. They're trying to change it around to get more people to watch it. I doubt that, but um, I had a, a tweet already set up, you know, for people to listen to us right after Heroes of Cosplay. When Heroes of Cosplay yeah, well. is on, when Heroes of Cosplay is on, the bulk of our show is going on. So, god 
damn it. Anyway. God damn it, Koi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I've been watching this. They're, uh, they're at 106, almost at 107 hours right now of gameplay. They have um, a couple more levels, probably by tonight. But last night they they took the levels, and usually it's the price of the level before it, and you know one percent. So last night he got this brilliant idea that he was going to sell the levels at five dollars each. Mm. So, so they're still going, um, basically just to be able to. Yeah, just to be able to go um, at the same time that this whole thing is going on. But, um, yeah, they are about $1,000 away from a seven-year total of um, half a million dollars. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This is, like, the only thing that I donate to anymore because Child's Play has very, very little overhead. They only have, I think, two full-time members. Everybody else is volunteers. Um, so most of that money that is being donated, unlike other charities that have so many people that have to be paid out of that money, um, most of that money actually goes to kids. I remember you were telling me about this on uh, Sunday that uh, at one point in St. Jude's, had uh, an upkeep of an overhead of like 75%. Something like that. They were definitely skimming from the top for themselves. Who was? And that, that really drove me off of donating um, to companies and organizations like that. So when I heard of Child's Play and heard that their, their overhead is like 2% instead of most other places where it's like 30, 35%. Well, you gotta understand. I see nothing, uh, not for nothing. I see nothing wrong with St. Jude skimming off the top like that because they gotta pay their people to handle their business. And what's oh no, going I'm not on. saying that they were paying their people. Cost, I'm saying you know? they were skimming off the top. Oh, okay. They were pocketing um, the donated money. Yeah, they, they a them. couple years back went through a complete overhaul of everybody running the charity because they were not using funds the way they needed to be using funds. But yeah, so, I mean, I had Ari and another of our friends over on Sunday to play Rock Band. And while we were playing Rock Band, I had the laptop set up with Mario Marathon muted. And right now I'm just trying to get ready for tomorrow since I have to drive to Brooklyn. Well, yeah, we'll get into that soon enough. The food was good too. The food is yeah. It's past weekend. I got yeah, I got pizza and uh Calzone. And calzones and bake some frozen hors d'oeuvres and crap like that. So yeah, it was a whole little little gathering, little party. That sounds about right. Off and let's see let's start things off with I have a new throne and by throne I mean computer chair yay finally well yeah I don't know if I really mentioned it cause like earlier this month my chair broke and I didn't even realize it right away cause I'm like 
why am I sitting a little bit lower? Then I sit down one day, it's rocking around. I'm like, son of a bitch, how did that happen? So, luckily I caught a sale at Office Max, picked up a new chair, and brought it home. Now I just gotta get a new desk. And when will you be doing that? I have no clue. How much did <laughs> the chair run you? 50 bucks. No, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's... That's not bad at all. It's just... It's basically a fabric replacement of my leather one. That's all it is. Because when you go to Staples, Office Max, Office Depot, practically all the chairs are the same. The only thing that might be different is the name on the box. They have some really nice chairs, but you know what? I wasn't looking to spend 100 200 bucks. A very simple chair that I sit in maybe no more than three hours a day in. Except on the weekends when it's like six, maybe seven, I don't know. Mm. And I somehow got locked out of the Anime Jams history Twitter, so I gotta fix that in a few minutes, that's interesting. But enough about that. Um, I went out this weekend with my brother-in-law. We went to the Mermaid Parade. We caught the tail end of it, her, her. God damn it, really? Yes, really. You knew I was going to react like that, didn't you? Yes. That wasn't very punny, I'm sorry. Hmm. Anyway, where were you? Not down at Coney Island. And we, we, we walked around and hung out on the boardwalk. Then after that, we went over to the way station. And it has been a while since I've been there. So... If you normally they used to have like a small stage when you walk in to the right and look towards the back, they took that stage out and put seats there. There used to be like a, a back wall full of plush seating. They took all that down and made that into a stage. And it wasn't a Yeah, they revamped the whole entire thing. Yeah. You knew about this? Yeah. And you didn't tell me? I'm on their Twitter and I'm on their uh, the group on Facebook. I'm I thought you were part of it. I am, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, I keep up on that. All right, but um, well, enough about that. So, so we go in. Verge of a friend I haven't seen in a long time, which is pretty cool. Um, and then after that, um, I was kind of surprised. They didn't have like a rockabilly or steampunkish band. They actually had a punk band up there. They sounded pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think of what band it kind of reminded me of. Um, well, whatever, whatever. It'll come to me. It's not that. It's not that big of a deal. But they sounded really good. So we went, had uh, we went to this little Korean grill place, and then we went into the city, hit up a bar that was based off of the bar from Coyote Ugly, and we were there till about four o'clock in the morning. Damn. Yeah. And then Sunday, I think I just pretty much sat around, kind of organized stuff, and tried to get ready for stuff this upcoming week because on Thursday I am walking across the stage for my damn for my damn degree. So. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Thank you. I try. I try. So that's just about the all, all the big news. That's the main reason why Mako's coming up. So that and I had to fill a fourth seat. Hey, I'm teasing. I was seat number one, asshole. So that's what they tell you. 
Uh-huh. Alright, so... That's enough about that. Let me make a quick adjustment here. Alright, let's do a copy and a paste. Done. Let's... There we go. Bring things up to date. That's good, so... We have a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Not a lot, but there's some bit of some intense um articles we're going to talk about, and I get a little feisty about one of them. So I don't think I can go a month doing this podcast without coming across an article that gets me feisty and my blood bumping anyway. So yeah, indeed, it tends to happen. Yeah, so we got a ch- lot. Yeah, more <laughs> than it should. And we go to the chat room. Bob Coffee says, Ronma getting that paper? Nice. Well, yeah, here's the thing. I finished in the summer of 2013, which it becomes a part of the class of 2014 because the commencement ceremony is in June. So if you're still in classes in June, even if you finish, you're still considered part, part of class of 2014. So I guess you could say we're part of the first cla- first of it part of that. So, in like several weeks, few months go by, you swing by the place and you pick up your degree, and then you head over to um for the commencement ceremony. I'm probably going to bring my degree with me because I know there's gonna be people that want to take pictures with it, whatever you know. So I don't mind doing that. So got all of that together. Enough about me. Enough about all of that. Let's go ahead. And take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna got some work to do, okay? So we'll be back.
kind of get the ball rolling here um let me stop this for a second yeah, earlier tonight my system had a bit of a middle finger god damn it coy and um i have to <laughs> redo my entire winamp database that's like almost a terabyte of music ouch so what i'm going to do and because of that it's, it makes it a lot harder for me to you know to to like search out particular music that I need to play in the background, this and that, so I have to open up a win- a Explorer window and just kind of figure out which folder I think the track is in and do the search or just go right to it and hope, give or take, you know, so 
going in the wrong folder. Is this it? Yep, this is the song I'm looking for. So, usually around this time when we come out of our first break, we usually do the, the Department of Grievances. Figure, you know, might as well get that shit out the way first. So, here's the thing. You know, almost every single convention known to man, there is some kind of controversy that pops up one way or another. So, no, I'd say you know, a week and a half ago, some interesting article popped up about a cosplayer who was humiliated at New York Comic Con Special Edition. Shit like this is not right, nor is it fair. You should humiliate a cosplayer. Now, if the person's not cosplaying, that's a, probably a different story, but you still shouldn't do it in the first place. So, this woman, who goes by the name of Dean Ms. Caramel Vixen, who I have no problems telling to her face what I actually think of her attitude about the convention and her article, so I think her article is a piece of shit. So, anywho, she decides to cosplay as Deadpool, and she goes to the convention, and the staffer gets on her ass about what she's wearing, because it's a family convention, and she's upset, and, and rightfully so. So she does what any other person do. I've done it. Go to social media. Because you know if you go to that company or the company or brand's Twitter or Facebook, you will get a response, usually within an hour or so. It's happened more than once. They had to go into damage control. Yeah. And it's not even not even damage control per se, but you know, kind of like, yo, that's not how we do. You know, let us fix that. You know, more or less the same thing. So, she tweeted to Comic-Con Special Edition about how she was treated and so forth. So, a rep comes over and explains profusely how sorry she is. We won't let it happen again, you know. Because, you honestly, at conventions, there are some staffers who kind of think they're more than just a staffer. And in this case, this is how this guy was. So, she, this uh, PR apologized and gave her vouchers for free swag. Now, that's how it's supposed to be most of the time. I've worked at places where, what do you want us to do, or here. Usually, you know, when you bitch about something and it's not fair, they will throw, they'll give you something to make you stay a member or a continuing shopper, especially if you like shopping there. So, she got the, she got the, the, the swag, which is pretty all cool and dandy. So, as I'm reading this article, just so you know, it's on bleedingcool.com. As I'm reading the article, and I look at her cosplay. Bitch was not cosplaying at all. She was, yes, she was wearing a miniskirt, which I believe she it's something you would kind of wear when you're going out. Fishnets, a red and black cardigan. She was not dressed as no goddamn Deadpool. No, she was dressed sexually geek chic so she could find herself a geeky guy at a con. And ladies, y'all do that. And before y'all attack me, there are guys who do the same thing about this. It goes both ways. So it can be mm-hmm. a lot better, though. Yeah. It can handle it a lot better. And in doing so, she's trying to prove her point about some of the other cosplays. Like, there is this one girl 
who is literally is topless as Venom from Spider-Man. But the no, way she was wearing but, pasties. Let me fit. Okay, is she? No. Yeah. If she's not, because you can definitely see the nipple in, in this picture. But the way she's painted up. Now. Well, it is New York City. You are yeah. allowed to go topless. Yes. And, and, and she is outside. She's not in the convention yes. center. And then to top it all off, she's trying to prove a point that fat people can cosplay, fat girls can cosplay, which I have no problems with. My co-hosts have no problems with that. But the nope. picture... I would be kind of, uh... As long as you it know, fits your body type. Wrong to say that fat people can't cosplay. Well, I got something similar to say about that, but that's for another time. I have plenty of people telling me that fat people can't cosplay, so there's that. She has, she puts a picture up of this woman wearing a Captain America mask, bra, underwear, and socks with a sign that says Fat Chicks Cosplay too. No, you're not cosplaying. You're friggin' naked. Well, we had discussed yes. that one uh, quote-unquote cosplayer. Mm -hmm. That her cosplay costume, I wouldn't have had a problem with it if she had actually done something for it. She yes. was literally in a bra and man's brief pants. Yes. Uh, underpants. Yes. That's not cosplay. That is walking around in underwear. Yes. And to quote Serenity1488, uh, for the record, I'm kind of plus size, and I cosplay damn well. And if you look at her, at Serenity's Facebook and her cosplays, yeah, she does. She ain't naked. So I'm pissed about the fact that this black cosplayer is getting riled up over nothing at all. There's no reason for you to get mad and pull the sassy black attitude. That was uncalled for. And you are the reason why you give some of these black cosplayers a bad name. I understand you're angry. I understand your rage. But you're sitting here be like, no, that's not a good enough apology. I want more. What do you want the con to do? Give you more free shit to show their apology? That's not going to happen. And secondly, if you're going to cosplay, cosplay. Don't dress geek chic to say that you're cosplaying because you're not. I can understand you doing a Genjinka, um, Deadpool, but you're not. No, I, I... She's wearing a Deadpool cardigan. Yeah. And she's wearing black fishnets mm -hmm. and a black skirt. From behind, so yes, because if we all, because because fact of the matter is, if she showed her face, do you know how many people will call? Will just like be on her ass about that? I called her out on Twitter. I plan to write her a letter and be like, "Nah, nah, sister girl, you wrong." The thing is, her skirt was very short, so if she was bending over to write something of which she said she was. And that's when they pulled her aside. She was, you know, writing down her information for something. Mm -hmm. If she's bending over, everybody in the world can see her cooch. I'm sorry. Well, that's her true. Her skirt was that short. Yeah. But you shouldn't pull her aside for the cosplay thing. Now, if special editions was to be family friendly, what they should have done was sent out a guideline for cosplay, letting everybody know the various ages. I mean, not for nothing. As a teenager and adult, I liked the Poison Ivy. But as a young... The thing uh, but is, my, my thing, those pictures that she posted were outside. Yes, they were. But they, that, which means they were, that she, means that they weren't in the convention center and did not have to follow convention center rules. True, but, but here's the thing. They, still, they would walk around inside dressed like that anyway. 
My thing I'm is- I'm gonna guess that the person that was just wearing body paint and if her nipples were showing were out, I'm gonna guess that she wasn't allowed to walk around inside. Probably not, not for that. But I think the, uh, the poison ivy was. But if I have a young five, six year old, I don't know if I, I don't want my kid- see that. Exactly. If my kid was like nine, 10, 11, he knows about that stuff by now, you know? My thing is, with the way that beachwear is going, mm -hmm. if you can be on a public beach looking like that, then, I mean, convention center, conventions can't really, you know, call shenanigans on it. Right. So, I mean, that, it's kind of iffy. But yeah, you know, the child, like, everybody is like, oh, it's child-friendly, it's child-friendly. Mm -hmm. Well, a beach is supposed to be child-friendly, too. True. And there are people walking around in thongs. Mm-hmm. And that new, what is it, C-string or some shit like that? That is horrible. Oh, yeah, that, that thing's nasty looking. And it's for guys. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, there's one for women, too. Oh, Jesus. It is literally, it has to be made with a wire because it is a wire up the outside of the ass crack and then just covers the mound of the pelvis so that you don't see the clit. That's, that's what it is. I mean, I'm that all for that type for women. of, I'm all for that type of stuff, but honestly, that just looks tacky as fuck. I'm all for that type of stuff in the bedroom. Or, you know, going to a strip club or, you know, cam girls or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's not something that I want to go to a beach and see or go to a hotel pool and see. That's the sure kind of even, shit that, you know, see it there. No, I, I mean, I, that, I don't want to see it there because you literally you if you were a woman, you cannot open your legs at all or everything is showing. Now, to go to the chat room real quick, uh, ActDev says, Shot through the lens, but you're too late. You give cosplays a bad name. 15 points to Mexico for that. ActDev, did you have to do something that he was going to sing to? Shut up! Of course he did. You know I love Bon Jovi. I know you love Bon Jovi, but... <laughs> Alright, I've gotten that out of my system, and I've already gotten into a couple of pissing fights over it, and one chick called me out for it, but she didn't have the balls to respond back to me. That's okay. That's okay. I got you, boo. I got you, girl. I got something special for you. It'll be hitting my, it'll be hitting my personal blog later this week. So, let's move right along here. Um, yeah. First up, we'll give this to Mako-chan, because here's something. I tend to call her sometimes the Duchess of Hentai, or the Baroness of <laughs> Hentai. You know, oh, Lady Couture of Hentai, you know, because honestly, it, there's always someone like, do you know someone who knows all about Hentai? And I'm like, I have her on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> like like the, the arm is pointing in that direction before the question is even finished. Oh, by the time the question is done, it's like, here, talk to her. Yeah, I, I admit to having a uh, Hentai viewing party once or twice. A or, year. You know? Mm-hmm. 
whenever the mood strikes you. Yeah. Yeah, I actually haven't had one in a while. I really need to do that. I haven't been in one of them. Is it like MST3K for hentai? Sort of, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, we were watching one one year that, um, it's called Magic Girl M or something like that. She looks like she's, you know, 13, but mm-hmm. one of the first things that ends up, you know, that she ends up having sex with is a rock golem, and it looks like the rock biter from NeverEnding Story. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Took That's a, a horrible, horrible image. Talk about being stone hard, huh? Uh, Rock hard, you idiot. Oh, God, that doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, Digital Manga, uh, their, uh, Project H adult imprint, uh, announced on Twitter that there's going to be a hentai convention, and right now it's just in the works. Uh, they tweeted a, a teaser image of the convention's logo so you know that it's definitely in the works if they're actually working on a logo the logo is of a long-haired girl in the ocean um, bubbles around her boobs and wearing a bikini top that is so small basically all it's covering is her nipples um but yeah that's basically don't forget that yeah yeah that's (laughs) <laughs> that's basically the only stuff that's uh, out right now. Um, there's going to be a panel. They're hosting the Hentai Festival panel at Anime Expo, so I'm guessing more information will come out then. But, yeah, I'm hoping it's not a uh, California convention because this is one that I definitely kind of want to go to. How much you want to bet there's already uh, Rule 34, the uh, mascot you think? Probably. And I mean, I know that there's other conventions out there. There's YuriCon, there's YaoiCon and all of that, but this is strictly hentai. It doesn't deal with, you know, the kind of fluffy stuff that some of the uh, various things get into. This is coming out as... Yeah, this is coming out as strictly hentai. So I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> you know she can be like she can be that hentai snob, be like, seen it, seen it, good stuff, good stuff, horrible, horrible, horrible. Media blasters, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> you, you don't think I already do this? Seriously. You're gonna be playing her up as the hentai hipster. I have. Don't give her any cosplay oh, ideas. Um, while I don't have a lot of hentai, like, physical copies of, uh, stuff that I've bought, um, the internet is a wonderful thing, (laughs) and I think the last count, and this is a long time ago, uh, we're talking at least a year or two, the last count was almost a hundred gigs just of hentai. And that doesn't include the stuff that I've watched and deleted because it was shit. Well, now. And I'm not saying that the that it contains shit, but that it was bad. Of poor quality. 
Yes, because, you know, everybody has to have at least one copy of Night Shift Nurses. Hey, Night Shift Nurses was good. That's what I'm saying. I it wasn't shit, but there's right. shit. Yeah, like the really bad Flash hentai shit that's been coming out, so... That kind of stuff. Yeah. I have sat down, I have downloaded it, I have watched it, but at the same time, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. Or the stuff that um, the amateur... Uh, artists are doing it's not flash it is actually you know hand drawn but it is just so crappy that I just I watch it and look at it and go this sucks and if we go to the chat room real quick at um, live.vognetwork.com serenity41088 says hentai is awesome yeah but I don't watch it much you should watch more especially with your fiance the only thing I know is panty and stocky is soft hentai um is it <sighs> it's rated M, but while there is sex, you don't see anything. Yeah. I would call it more etchy. Yes. Oh, definitely. Um, because, again, there is sex, but you see nothing except maybe boobs. Yeah. And you can watch a rated R movie and see boobs. That and you make it hear Panty getting her rocks off, so... Yeah. Also, with the art style, the boobs in question don't look all that appealing. Mm. Granted, the art shifts for, you know, the transformation scene and other stuff, but uh, just the the normal artwork for it, yeah, it's not all that appealing. Yeah, that's it's mature. It would definitely be um, of the kind of, you know, it, it's just, it's pornographic, but it's not porn. Yeah. it's It wouldn't even be considered softcore, I don't think. And we also have Queen's Blade. Discipline, Icky Tosin. Well, those are more softcore, itchy, if that, because it's like normal anime, quote unquote, you know? And as Jay Green yeah, says, I mean, there, there is yeah. yeah, there are a lot of them that, you know, get into the whole like boobs and boob grabbing. If you don't see full on penetration, it's, I mean, it's not really, you can't really call it hentai. That's what hentai is. That would be, you know, America's X-rated is full-on penetration that you are watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like La Blue Girl and Bible Black and uh, a whole lot of really twisted stuff, especially with sisters and mother-in-laws and just yeah, uh, like F three. Yes, that was hentai, but that shit was funny as hell, though. Oh, there are a lot of really, really funny hentai out there. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get into the uh, the English dub of it. Oh, God. Oh, English that... dub hentai is hilarious. Yes. If you... you go to a convention and they have hentai playing, and it's the English dub, basically everybody in there is, you know, just uh, making fun of it. Yep. And the delivery of the lines is so wooden. Mm-hmm. Excuse the pun. Mm-hmm. I saw Bible Black with an English dub. I'm like... It, like, completely broke the flow of the anime. Look, if you want something good, uh, find something by New Tech Digital that came out in the early 2000s. I I, I think it was uh, Welcome to Pia Carrot or Welcome to Pia Carrot 2. 
They actually had something like that. Yeah. They actually had real porn stars dubbing hentai, and Asia Carrera was there during a viewing of it. She had walked out of her own viewing because she couldn't handle it. Really? Yeah, she could. T- so she could. She can handle X-rated stuff, but she couldn't handle hearing herself get off in a hentai. Wow. No, you really want some twisted stuff. Um, find some hentai that actual voice actors are uh, voicing over. <laughs> um, going back to the La Blue Girl, there is... Um, <laughs> you, you find out that one of the characters who is a hermaphrodite, if you listen to their voice... It's Sashomaru from Inuyasha. Oh, God. That means it was Canadian, eh? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, good going. That's when it gets really funny. (laughs) All right, Shall we go on from, uh... Yeah. So we don't have an hour and a half to discuss hentai. If, if we you should give, have an hour and a half not, to discuss not tonight, I should say. Yeah. If you get, if you give, if you give Mako-chan, she, uh, move him right along. <laughs> if you know this song, it is one is the end song or one of the many ending songs from Bayonetta, which is a great game, and I have to play through it again. Yes, Bayonetta is awesome. Yes, it is. The news is that, um, if you didn't hear about, about a year or so ago, uh, Sega licensed for a Bayonetta anime. And due to the popular, and due to the fact that Nintendo has the rights to uh, Bayonetta for the Wii, which means you're getting Bayonetta 1 and 2, which probably means I'll have to pick up a Wii now. <sighs> Funimation will be distributing the, the Bayonetta movie in North America. Bayonetta Bloody Fate will be distributed by Funimation, and it will be. The, it seems the movie has been directed by Funori Kizaki, with the animation done by Studio Gonzo. Oh, Studio Gonzo! <laughs> Stay classy, you bastard. Stay classy. Oh, uh, looks good. I'll oh, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. I I watched it. It's actually really good. Yes. Um, it basically takes the first game and makes it a movie. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going to happen, but they make enough changes to make it exciting. Yes. Speaking of hentai, the uh, guy who created Bayonetta says he knows that you know the artists make Rule 34 of this character, but... uh. The only thing he takes exception to is that when she's a bottom, mm, fair she's right. a submissive. Well, then Bayonetta's kind of hot with those glasses. So, here's something. So, for those of you who don't know, um, Studio Gonzo, which is Gonzo KK, because it's been through various publishing and so forth. Just so you know, it's formed by former Gainax people. You know, the Evangelion peoples. But... Here are some titles you may have heard of that Gonzo has done. Vandred. Vandred, the second stage. Final Fantasy Unlimited. Helsing. Full Metal Panic. Kitty Grade. 
Chrono Crusade. The, they did the opening scene for Densha Toko. Uh, they also did Trinity Blood, Witchblade, and Rosario Vampire, and a bunch of other titles, including Afro Samurai. That's what I was going to say. The trailer specifically says, from the creators of Afro Samurai. Yes. And if you want to cry, Last Exile. Anyone else picture a Afro Samurai Bayonetta crossover just now? I could kind of no. see that. I could kind of see that. But you got to do it just right or else you're going to fuck it all up. So, yeah. All right, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, yeah, I'll just do it with that. And go. Let's see what else we have on our, on our show roll today. Um... This is quite interesting. Um, Ari, you want to take this one? It's about CNN. I saw this pop up on Kotaku like a few days ago, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I am not reading this shit at 7 o'clock in the goddamn morning. I wouldn't read it at 7 o'clock in the evening. (laughs) (laughs) All right, just give me a second to let it load up. Sure, no problem. Let's see what's going on in the uh, chat room. Because I I do remember... president had said something about anime, but it wasn't related to a child porn or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And we go into the chat room real quick. Everybody's talking about stuff um, that Gynax has done. Um, and Jeff B. says he's looking forward to it. He he, said, he thinks Funimation is outsourcing the uh, Bayonetta dub to L.A. wonder who they're going to get to play Bayonetta. Mm. Anyway... So it says, yeah, they stare wide-eyed from the pages of the magazine, Shylock and Statue but engaged in explicitly, ex- extremely explicit sexual activities and maybe drawings, but Kurek said the images found on pages of some Japan's erotic manga are so disturbing they should be banned. So yeah, that's the thing. <clears throat> sexual explicit Japan manga evades new laws on child porn. Goody. Mm. On Wednesday, Japanese lawmakers passed a law that will see people who caught with child porn jailed for every year or fined up to $10,000. However, it doesn't include possession of anime or manga depicting child abuse no matter how sexually explicit. To see what is being openly sold on Japanese shelves, CNN took a hidden camera to one of the many stores that sell manga in the Akihabara district of Tokyo. Mm. The district is known as a hub for otaku, its obsessive members of anime and manga fandom, a worldwide group of avid followers of the genre. You know, the way they're phrasing things and explaining it to us, it's like they've never heard of this kind of thing before. Some have, some haven't. I expect Dark Helmet to turn his head, look at the camera, and go, everybody got that? (laughs) So, yeah. Some of the predominantly female characters wore school uniforms, hair clips, and innocent expressions as they engaged in sometimes violent sex acts with dominant characters. Mio Bryce, an expert in anime and manga from from Makare University in Sydney said Japan's obsession with kawaii or cuteness made it difficult to distinguish whether the characters in the material were depicting children or not. So, cuteness means a generally more infantile character. Maybe the character is 20 years old, but maybe from your point of view, the character is only 15 years old. It's very difficult. Ken Akamatsu lobbies lawmakers on behalf of Japan's Cartoon Association said a total ban on explicit content would damage the entire industry making creators too scared to put pen to paper in case they risk breaking the rules. 
that actual children suffering and crying is not acceptable, and manga doesn't involve actual children, so there are no actual victims. But child welfare advocates disagree. Oh boy. And so, yeah, it goes on for a little longer. There's a whole section about what is manga. I'm like, oh goody. So pretty much what I can surmise from this, CNN is like... There are laws about child pornography, but since it comes to the drawing animation art aspect, it's okay. And why is it okay? And again, they're acting like they act like it's acting like my your aunt or your mother finding out about this stuff for the first time, and all of a sudden they're acting like they're uh, scholars on the topic. Mm-hmm. God, I get that. Too much of as it is at home. Oh yeah, it says yeah. What is manga? You can just picture the old black and white film strip, you know, queuing up, playing on the on the chalkboard at the beginning of the room, with the like grainy audio quality and all that good stuff. The term manga means casual drawing. The earliest example date back to the seventh century, but it became very popular in the poor, the post-war period. You know, stuff like that. I say enough of... Well... It's a thin... They got a a point. It's it's not actual children being filmed or drawn or anything. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's okay because it's a... Yes, it's a thin line. fictional characters. It's not real people, you know? It's not real people, and they do explain that, you know, it's, like, all the characters depicted are 18 and over. But, I mean, there are people now that go after, you know, the the younger women, the younger men. So, what is it any different if you are dealing with manga or anime? Hmm. When you have, I mean, literally, when you have 50, 60-year-olds going after, you know, 20-year-olds, what's the difference if you're watching it or reading it or, you know, living it? I got a point, you know. And also, CNN is uh, obviously an American news network and might not get the... uh, a variety of you know cultural crap that comes out of other countries. They're mm-hmm. behind the times. Yes, very. Yeah. And just a little bit xenophobic. The way the way you put that. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. Another thing we didn't get a chance to talk about recently was the trailer for Sailor Moon Crystal. Mako? Yeah, the the trailer is just all kinds of special. Yes. Um, I've watched this in Japanese. I've watched it with the English subtitles. Me too. And it still gives me chills. Um, basically, it's a trailer for the new Sailor Moon Crystal anime. And um, it goes on about, like, it's actually Luna discussing, you know, meeting Usagi and 
like what she has to do and how this whole thing is going to go on and that you know she never thought it would be some ditzy little schoolgirl that mm-hmm. kind of thing and it goes on basically you're seeing parts of the first episode where Sailor Moon is getting her powers and all of that um, but I didn't like I didn't realize from Japanese and then reading in the uh like reading the subtitles that it was actually Luna discussing what was going on. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cuz I think that was pretty interesting. It kind of gives a bit of a more of a serious take to it, you know. Mhm. But um just going through it most of it is, you know, Luna over the voice of everything. But there are two spots where Sailor Moon says two of her very classic lines. And just hearing that again and seeing the new animation and it being the old Sailor Moon voice, it it really sent chills down me. It was awesome. All right. And let's see if I can bring that up. Um, and for those who don't know what her classic line is, please take a listen. And that's it. And here's something interesting. Um, Jeff B. Uh, mentioned this when we first talked about the trailer. Uh, when it first hit, in the in the Japanese trailer, they actually list um the voice of Luna. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "money." But that is not in the American one. Because in the American one, they just let you know about where you can watch it here in the States, which is kind of interesting. That is kind of interesting. Hey, here's something that I kind of threw everybody off. When they first announced the reboot, I mean, not the, like the new Sailor Moon anime, all of my friends were talking about how they looked, the designs and stuff. I said on a friend's Facebook, Gotta love the fact that you're gonna be able to see Sailor Moon in HD. Like, 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 really? like, like. That was mm-hmm. what, like, that was what reeled everyone in. Mm, yeah. Like new art style, like new crisper, cleaner, like drawing with the technology that's improved vastly in the past twenty years. Sailor Moon in HD, and you're just buried under a under a deluge of severed hands giving thumbs up. Because think about it, I mean, it's better than having the bars on the side, and to answer your question, Serenity41088, for Sailor Moon Crystal will be available not just on Nico Nico Duga, it'll be available on Crunchyroll.com, Hulu.com, and NeonAlley.com. Just so you know, if you want to see these in HD, you'll have to get a paid subscription to these sites. The plus is you will not just get an HD, but it'll also be commercial free. Yeah, Nico Nico's um, subscription. If you do not have a subscription for Nico Nico and try to watch it on there, it will kick you out every five minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, The subscription price is only $5, but... You know, if you don't watch it on the American channels, they will not know how well it's doing here. Yeah, so please, instead of going to Nico Nico, 
because you want to see it right away. It will be aired here, but you got to wait a little bit of time for it to be available. So please watch it on the U.S. shores. Please. That's all we're asking. I, it, it's simultaneous. So if it's Is simultaneous, it? oh, okay. they should all... Yeah, oh, okay. so they should all release at the same time. There okay. might be, you know, an hour or two difference, something like that. Um, but if you do watch it on Nico Nico, try and catch it on, you know, the American sites too, just so that they are seeing that, wow, people are really liking this and people are getting into it because that's the only way that they're going to know, mm-hmm. hear how well it's doing. And also, this is not to be tossed against. There's going to be a lot of people racing to those servers to stream it. And be the patient. And, the site, and they're going to get overloaded. Be patient. You'll get your turn to watch it. If it, if you get onto the site and it buffers and this, just come back in a few minutes. Just stay off of social media, play some video games, catch up on your TV, then come back and watch it. It'll be there. Because honestly, you, you'd you be better satisfied knowing that you was able to sit there and watch it from start to finish as opposed to hitting the refresh and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, you know? And as ActDef says, okay, I'll try to watch it on American sites. I don't make promises. Bastard. Well, just remember, the Nico Nico is going to be in Japanese and it's not going to have subtitles. Exactly. It will not have subtitles until it comes over onto Crunchyroll and Neon Alley and Hulu. And it should, as I said, they, they said that it's going to be simultaneous. So that means that the 10 countries that it's going to be subtitled in should have it at the exact same time that Japan does. Mm-hmm. And Japan was really good about this. It was, um, especially with, you know, the stuff coming over, it's usually just for translations, you know, sometimes a one, like a one day wait. Yes. But at the same time, most of your, you know, translating uh, subtitle sites are still going to take that one day. Mm-hmm. So if you can get it for, like, if you can get it on HD and all of that, watch it through those sites. If you want a copy of it, then go ahead and download it. But, you know, watch it legit so that they can actually get the reading because just because they see that other countries, you know, are really like if they don't see that other countries are into it, if another season comes out, they might say, all right, well, you know, this country wasn't into it, so we don't have to translate it. And this country wasn't into it, so we don't have to translate it. Mm-hmm. A lot of comic, like a lot of comic places in this country have said, hey, that's what... Hey, actually going out and buying it and reading it legitimately is what keeps titles from getting canceled. So, uh, you know, hint, hint. Yup. That's what they're trying to advocate. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for, you know, downloading fan subs, but when it is coming over quicker than the fan subbers can get it out mm-hmm. subtitled officially, there's no reason for fan subbing. Exactly. Shall we continue? Yes. Sure. We shall. Alright, uh, whose go? Is it Ari's? Uh, sure. Yours, I think. Alright, oh. I'll take this one then. Alright, now... Here's the next thing. 
This has been going on with AX and probably a few other conventions as well. Now, it has gotten to the point where with some conventions they have to ta they have to rent out extra space for masquerades and concerts. If you are a permanent permanent dweller of Otakon, you know that they rent out the first Mariner Arena for all their concerts and their masquerades, which is pretty cool. Now, I don't know how AX has it laid out this time, but they're renting out the LA Convention Center. I do not know if the entire con is in the Convention Center or not. I don't remember, and nor do I really somewhat care right now. But has what, it always been a, a four-day con, or it only started going to four days recently? I think it went recently as of like ten years ago, give or take, but could have been longer. I honestly don't know. Trust me, there are people in the chat room who have gone to AX and probably will, will let us know of that. <laughs> just, yeah, because I yeah. just... I've never been to AX myself, and I just noticed that, oh, it's a four-day con. Yeah. It looks like, according to uh, chat room people, it's always been a four-day con. Now, Well, that's because it's not really a con. <laughs> it has con elements, but to call it a convention in the traditional sense is, uh, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. kind of false. Yeah, I even I say it because the people that's on their board and what they do, it's more of a trade show. But there are people who argue and say that it's not potato, potato, whatever. And as Bob Coffey says, it's been a four-day convention since 2001. Thank you, good sir. Now, if you're going to AX and you want to check out the masquerade, what, what you're going to have to pay for it as opposed to other conventions where it's first come first serve at the masquerade starts at six your ass is on the, is out there at 4 p.m so what they're doing this time is they're renting out they're charging prices for the first three rows for the masquerade front seats are fifteen dollars a pop middle seats are ten dollars a pop and the third row seats are five dollars I can understand if the masquerades and the concerts are in a different venue, but they're all on the same site. I don't think that you should, but if they can get the money for it, hey, I can't, really can't knock their game. I don't think it's right, but, you know... At the very least, yeah. their prices are somewhat reasonable. Yes, they are it's extremely like reasonable. Yeah. Extortion. Yeah. They're like charging like, like the price of a, of a ticket for an, an entire day to get there mm -hmm. for four hours or so. I think for a little bit they were just selling tickets just for the masquerade if you wanted to go see that, but I honestly don't remember. Because to be perfectly honest, AX is not a convention I really care to go to. If I really wanted to go, you'd have heard, you'd have heard me talking about this con for, like, for a while because of the voice actress from Sailor Moon going to be there. you you got to do a little bit more than that for me, AX. you got to get me uh, Ronma one-half. You, that's what you y'all got to do. So, it is what it is, what it is. And as Bob Coffey says, extortion is the constant prices, which that doesn't surprise me in the least. I mean, honestly, if I wasn't press, I probably would not pay five. I probably would not pay for the fifteen dollars seats. I might pay for the five dollars seats. But on the say, it's only five dollars. Yeah, but on the same token, when you pay for that ticket, it's like that's your spot. It's sort of like those new AMC theaters when you buy when you buy your ticket, you get to pick where you want to sit. In mm -hmm. a way, which is yeah, kind of cool. Thought that was kind of weird. Mm. Even people, if it has the nice uh, recliner seats to them. Some people like it, and some people don't. You know. Well, it, 
It's a cultural thing because yeah. Japan's been doing assigned seating in theaters for years now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you figure AX is not a convention. It's not. It's not you know a nonprofit kind of thing. AX is for profit. They do not, you know, while they might have something for charity or something like that, like their profits all don't go to charity. Where other conventions, it'll either kick over to the next year or they'll donate most of it to charity. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that they're making money off yeah, of cause as Bob, to make money, yeah, like as, Dragon Con. Yeah, like Bob Coffee says, um, well, not really Dragon Con, but as Bob Coffee says, 45 bucks for the Kill a Kill event, which is a 90-minute concert, which in actuality what it is, it's an, as he says, it's an hour and a half Aniplex infomercial attached to a 90-minute ear oi-oi uh, concert, which I think is kind of ridiculous. If it's going to be a concert, let it be just a concert. If you're going to do an infomercial, make it a quick two-minute in- commercial, then go right into the concert. Yeah, I'm not going to s- want to spend I don't watch infomercials on TV, let alone would be drawn into sitting through one. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm talking about, exactly. right? Yes, I do. I don't know. I think, I mean, there are people that go to, to Anime Expo, and they go every year. And, mm-hmm. well, yeah, they get a lot of cool stuff. I mean, this year they've got the almost the entire original Sailor Moon English dub, or I should say Canadian dub cast. Um, so, I mean, yeah, they've got a lot of stuff, and they do, you know, bring a lot of people, but they're doing that to make money. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they don't really give a shit about the people, necessarily. They don't care that, you know, they just spent... to get in for the weekend and that they, you know, have a hotel that's, you know, $100 per person for four people or, you know, most of the time it's $150 per person for four people. They don't care about that. All they care about is the money. That is it. And, I mean, all the people that complained when they moved... Whenever they moved, what is it, five years ago, something like that, mm-hmm. six years ago, um, that there was no closed hotels and they had to travel so far. That hasn't stopped AX. They keep growing, they keep building, they keep getting people there because people are not going to stop giving them money if they bring the fans what they want. Because yeah, AX So is that more, they can get their money. Because yeah, it seems like AX is more focused on themselves trying to. Pro, like trying to show how big they can be as opposed to trying to look out for the Congoers throwing them a bone per se, you know? Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's industry. While there is a lot of stuff for, you know, quote-unquote normies, mm-hmm. it's also, you know, kind of like the packs, kind of like, you know... Something like that. It's yeah. not quite E three esque for anime, but it's pretty damn close to a good combination of that and you know, 
a huge con like Otakon. Mm-hmm. It's a big mixture like that where you're going to have industry stuff that has nothing to do with, you know, the shows and more to do with, you know, the advertising and things like that. And True. that's what Anime Expo is. And if you're into that, good for you. Have fun wasting your money. <laughs> is it expensive? The flights? When you, well, when you combine yeah. everything that's needed... If you want to go to the convention, if you like, if you want to get into that stuff, if you want to get into the concert, if you want to get into the special things, if you want to get into like all of that, the fact that, you know, a big chunk of the hotels, you need to either drive to the convention center or, you know, use public transit. If, you know, if you're lucky, they have a shuttle. You're looking at a lot of money. Okay, as Bob Coffee said, it's fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. I will keep that up. Sorry, Jeff B., I'm not in California. I'm I'm in the opposite of California, New Jersey. <laughs> not really well, yeah. sure that's a thing, but you know what mm. I meant. Well, it's not that bad as long as you don't as long as you don't pick up the stench. Yeah, I mean I know a lot of people that go to AX and they go to AX every year. But at the same time, most of those people are in California or they are part of the industry mm-hmm. and either, you know, the convention is inviting them to go or they're working the convention or, you know, they're saving up all freaking year to go to the convention. Pretty much. And for some reason, our Skype laptop is acting kind of retarded. How nice of you. You decided to do an update when I almost need you to be to be useful to me. God damn it, Microsoft. Oh, God, so God it's not Koi's fault this time? Uh, no, I'm going to give her a break this time around. <laughs> Alright, so uh, a couple of more things. Uh, something I forgot to mention earlier. Um, uh, I think it was last Friday or Friday before last... Um, we have a local place, a local maid cafe here, um, maid cafe, New York, and they started to have like various events there. One of the new events they had recently, and they're thinking about planning at having another one called Characon. It's pretty much a one, it's like a one day, or in this case, a two, three hour event. Pretty much you submit your cosplay photo and they like it. You're in the contest. That's pretty much what it is with a live stream. And it's free. So, I went. The part, the event didn't start until 7. It was packed beyond packed. I had, I, I had to bite my tongue from cursing people out who were getting in the way of my shot with my camcorder. And I've decided after this, I'm going to be the annoying asshole with this 7-foot tripod rolling around a camcorder. If you don't like it, get out the way. It literally was standing room only. And they had a live stream going from YouTube. And what I didn't like is the fact that the person that was doing the live stream, he had his camera down from time to time because he had it up on his shoulder. If you're going to do something like that, you should have at least two cameras set up where you can see them coming down the mini walkway and one facing them more or less. Because you had them on this little pedestal which is about the which is about the length of my table, but a third of the size, and you had the judges 
behind in like in the storefront area asking questions. It's like it was kind of ridiculous. It was okay. They, there was so much more they could do better, such as I think they should have charged admission five bucks to get in. And since there is a restaurant upstairs, they should have talked about maybe renting out the restaurant upstairs for a few hours and charge $10 for sit, to sit down and order food. And they could have had a stream going to the projector upstairs. And pretty much they, they will go on and ask various questions about your cosplay and that's it. There was some interesting. There was some interesting um, cosplays I've seen, but nothing I really would call. I would call home to. And they did say they want to do another one, so I will be emailing them, telling them what not really what I thought of the con it, of their event itself, but what they could do to fix it up. Constructive criticism, in other words. Yes, I have to be quite tactful about that. Okay. I know my, uh, my article for Nauticon, I posted on their Facebook page. They liked it, even though there was some uh, constructive criticism in it. Well, hey, they took it well, in other words. Yeah, good, good, good publicity is, is better than no publicity at all, one way or another, you know? Shit. It's not like I was giving them bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Okay, or you could take this last one. I'm sorry to give it to you, bro. Uh, the one about anime Nebraska-Con? Yeah. Yeah, the Missouri Highway Patrol's water division says a woman who didn't resurface after scuba diving on Friday drowned in Table Rock Lake. <coughs> Sergeant Mike Watson with the Highway Patrol says the body of 30-year-old Sarah B. Danes was found at 4.50 on Sunday afternoon. She was from Lincoln, Nebraska. She was believed to be that one of the group from the Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. And they said they're going to continue their investigation on the drowning. Um, there is no information yet on Anime Nebraska's site, so as soon as they post information about like a fund or something, we will let you know. And on behalf of the staff here at Anime Jam Session and Vogue Network, you have our condolences. All right, now we're gonna go ahead. Um, open the Skype line if you want to Skype us. It's Anime Jam Session. We don't have a one eight hundred number. That's not in the budget yet, but maybe we'll get one. We'll see. So while we're doing that, we're going to knock out the, um, just the volume. Open forum topic. This open forum topic is where we ask all of you your opinion on something in the anime or cosplay fandom. So here is this week's open forum topic. There are times we will watch an anime series and do the ADD anime deficient disorder we will forget to finish it is there a series you started to watch never finished but would love to get back to and we have a few answers here uh, from critical myth this is something I agree with it's a ghost in the shell standalone complex coming from Dokudel Cowboy Bebop she is like most of us she catches the episodes randomly on TV but she likes to sit down and watch them in order um, and from um, Candy Co. Cosplay, Love Live, Idol Master, Pretty Cure. I love them, and yet I get distracted. That is one, that's way too many for me, and I tried doing that once. I will not do that again. But as I was talking about that, uh, we have a call on the Skype line. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? 
Serenity for 1088, by the way. This is Fayon speaking. Uh, the only thing I really have to say is I am looking forward to the Sailor Moon uh, new uh, release. Um, especially because, A, I had that day off, so I could spend the whole day slurping to watch the anime. Mm. B, um, the fact that I'm also in preparation for the City Con for four months. Calm down, calm down. <laughs> it'll, it'll be here soon enough. Yes, I know. Uh, and this will be my uh, last and only con for this year, sad to say. Um, also, unfortunately, I am going to have to retire my Alice cosplay. It's been in my cosplay line for the last four years, and it's finally time to kind of give up a break. Until I lose like maybe uh, 10, 15 pounds to fit back into it. But that leaves me with time to work on new cosplays. Okay. And Princess Celestia from My Little Pony, Equestrian uh, Guard from uh, My Little Pony, I'm doing the reality for. And I am doing South England, which is a female version of UK uh, from Hedalia, as well as my boyfriend is cosplaying my male cosplay. So, yay! And I'm also going in the wedding of Amelia Pond as well. Nice, nice. Cool. So I have uh, four uh, new cosplays to introduce at this time. And I get to wear three of them in one day. Cool. Yay! Uh, I kind of want to give a shout out to Nemesis 47. Make it quick. Yeah. I just want to tell him to say hi, and I can't, I'm looking forward to seeing him this July. Aw, oh, that is precious. That's cute. Hey, we've, we've been dating for almost six months now. Aw. Well, congratulations, you two lucky couple, you. Thanks. We've been talking, actually, for three years and nine months, but we finally had the chance to start dating back in January and February. Alright, so do you have any... Oh, by the way, um, there's a small convention that's up in Michigan. It's the Best Buy Anime Convention. It's a small one-day free convention that I went to uh, yeah. with a friend of mine, uh, K-Chan, who's probably not on here. I was actually... I, that was the last time I'm going to wear my AOS cosplay for a while. Alright. Yeah, so I had to unfortunately retire on... Some of my other cosplays that are missing in action because I lost pieces to them or they just don't fit me anymore. Gotcha. So I had to so right now my cosplay list, I've cosplayed over seventeen different characters. That's cool. Do you, so do you have anything else um for, for us for the show tonight? Nope, just I can't wait for Sailor Moon. I am super excited. Alright, that makes two of us, so have fun yeah. and take care. Alright, yeah, it was a good one talking to you. You got yes, it. Bye-bye. Later. Later. And that was Serenity for 1088. Now, let's go back to our uh, questions here. If we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, let's see. Um, uh, Jeff B. says, Planetess. Nemesis 47 says Evangelion for me, but at the same time, with no disrespect, it's friggin' depressing as fuck, and Shinji is a bitch. Yeah, Shinji pretty much is a bitch. Those are the two biggest complaints about Evangelion. 
Mm. Aside from the uh, nonsensical ending. Don't piss people off. That's why you get that. All right, so let's do a quick. Well, like I don't know how to deal with a mob of like mob of angry people with torches and pitchforks. Who the hell do you think I am? Where do you think I'm from? <laughs> so you say you Jersey strong, brother? Well, let's just say I do have to clear out the pit traps. <laughs> Very well. They'll start using the corpses as a uh, footstools to get out, and when that happens, <laughs> now you got me thinking of Game of Thrones. All right, anywho. Let's do a quick uh, round table around here. Uh, Mako, is there a series you started, but due to your ADD, you just stopped, but you wanted to get back to it? Um, not really due to ADD, but due to my back, I haven't been able to finish um, Black Bullet or any of the other stuff that I started. Mm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I plan to watch. But because of my ADD, I um, don't even get a start to watching it. <laughs> like, there were three or four other anime that came out during the winter-spring season that I really wanted to watch because they really sounded cool. And I haven't gotten around to watching them. Ah. What about you, Ari? Well, I've got, a, well, I've got a, several movies on my shelf that I haven't been able to watch for whatever reason. But uh, the one series is a uh, Nerima Daikon Brothers, which, for whatever reason, I can only like sit through about half of it, and then my brain just like like reboots or whatever, and I'm off doing something else and mm -hmm. I forget about it. Um, I have a lot of series I did that too. Like, <laughs> I have to actually look at my anime collection because it's gotten to the point where I just buy anime just to say that I have it, and not necessarily get around to it. Like. You have still things that are still shrink wrapped. Yes, I do. Going back almost ten years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, let me stop this real quick. There we go. Didn't want to go into the next set of tracks. Um, Steel Angel Kurumi for one. Um, Yo Jimbo is another. Final Fantasy Unlimited. All Purpose Cultural Cat Girl Nuku Nuku. One of the, the TV series. Um, Saber Marionette Jada X. Uh, Saint Seiya Volume 2. Do I need to go on? You can, but we'd probably... There's a lot. Also, Azumanga Dayo and Lucky Star. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and talk about uh, weird news from Japan and after this we're going to take our break and wrap things up and Marco you've gotten some interesting stuff this week yeah not as horrible as normal but definitely uh, up there in the weird and in some cases it kind of p goes parallel to anime sometimes yeah, just a little bit just a little bit yeah, just the scotch. Yeah. So I guess I'm going first then. Yeah. You know what? Please, please take the first one. For what? For the greater good, take the first one. <laughs> A 79-year-old woman beats her husband to death after arguing about past girlfriends. 
before you continue, I'm going to play something. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. We're off to a great start with these tonight. Yes, I can just hear see old-ass Akane screaming at old-ass Ranma about old-ass shampoo and Ukyo and Kodachi. Yeah, I can just so see that shit. In- including old-ass Akane beating old-ass Ranma to death? Yes. Okay, then. And somehow, Doc Tofu is still alive to deal with this shit. It's anime. <laughs> They're always, like, seniors living in their triple digits is perfectly plausible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, police in Nakaimachi, Nakaimachi in Kanagawa Prefecture said Tuesday they have arrested a 79-year-old woman for beating to death her 79-year-old husband at their home. Police Akane finally won. Huh? Akane finally won. <laughs> Police say y- Yoshiko Suzuki had admitted killing her husband, Mashaharu, after they got into an argument over his girlfriends of several decades ago. What? Some people just know how to, don't know how to let it go. Don't start. According to police, Yoshiko beat her husband to death with a rod in her living room at around 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night. The couple lived together with their second oldest daughter, 43, when she who was not at home at the time. TV Asahi reported that, the, that last September, the couple got into a fight about Mashahara's former girlfriends, and police called it or had to be called to break up the fight. And as Jeff B. says, the Ranma years. Uh, sorry, now I'm picturing a mashup of the opening theme to Rama and the opening theme to the Wonder Years. So thanks for that. That actually wouldn't be half bad, but let's not. Yeah. Alright. I'll go ahead and take the, um, take the next one, and I'll switch it back over. Yeah, because that, that, that's more fitting of the mood. Mm-hmm. 85-year-old man arrested for stalking an 80-year-old woman. In Tokyo, police have arrested an 85-year-old man in Western Japan for allegedly stalking an 80-year-old woman he reportedly had met when she shared a hospital room with his dying, now dead wife. Takea Nita from, from Hashimoto, Wakayama Prefecture, allegedly left several telephone messages on the woman's answering machine saying that she, he is outside of, of your house, let's go out. Cops warned him twice about the harassment after the complaints, but it got to the point where he broke into her house. So, Nita was, a, was arrested on June 10th for violating anti-stalking laws. Last week, according to Asahi Shimbun, it had said that the two had met at when the woman shared a hospital room with Nita's wife several years ago, his wife died last year. And I, and interestingly enough, as this article states, the number of crimes committed by the elderly in Japan is rocketing as they make up an even ever larger proportion of its aging society. Government figures that show the number of criminals aged 65 or older booked by police in 2011 had risen sixfold in two decades. Most elderly crimes were shoplifting or theft, but violent crimes were also on a rise, statistics show. Well, and you th- old, and, and you thought you get older, you go you go deeper deeper into no fucks given territory. But the old people in Japan are stepping their game up to an unprecedented level. Mm. Yeah, and you thought teenagers were bad. 
And to refer back to the first comment, the first story, Jeff B. says, Now you're imagining Fred Savage as Ron Masaltome. Therefore, that would make uh, Winnie Cooper, her name escapes me right now, as a Kane Tendo. Have at it as you will. Do we have to? Uh, sure, why not? But moving right along. Marco, go ahead and take the last one. Last story. All right. A 49-year-old woman was injured by a wild boar in Kobe. According to the police, the incident occurred around 9 p.m. on Monday in the uh, Higashinata Ward. Um, It was reported that the woman had just finished shopping when the boar charged at her. She ran into a parking lot, but the boar bit her on the left calf. Police said the wound was not deep. The woman was treated at a hospital and then allowed to go home. Police said the boar may have been after the food inside the woman's shopping bag. Ward officials said that there have been six attacks by wild boars in the area since April. And where is oh, Ryoga... God, something normal sounding like a wild animal <laughs> attack. And where is Ryoga Hibiki when you need him? <laughs> got some epic meal time when you need him. But yeah, but Ryoga's a guy who stopped a wild boar with just his umbrella and threw him across the town. Bacon strips and bacon strips and bacon strips. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yes, Danica McKellar, that's her name. Thank you, Jeff B. That's an EMT when you give the boar a second chance to make that mistake. <sighs> I think I'm becoming desensitized to the weird shit coming out of Japan with these articles. You can thank Mako for Never. that. And I believe Mako, like Mako took that as her cue to step up her game for next week. And that's all your fault, just so you know. Uh, hey, I can tell is. you about the um, the political shit that's going on. Basically, one of the guys um, laughed at and disrespected one of the women of uh, like in the parliament or whatever. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. I heard and about that too. Last Saturday, his building. Actually- yeah, he apologized, but last Saturday, his building, um, they egged his building. <laughs> if that's not weird enough for you. Yeah. No, 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 like, no, like, That's a rather common way to, re- to respond to a, someone making a sexist remark, especially if they're a politician. Fair enough. I, I mean, granted, if that had happened over here, that. like, you'd expect the guy's tires to be slashed or his, uh, you know... His uh, Facebook account blown up. Uh, Desperate times calls for desperate measures. What can I say? Shit downloaded into oblivion. Mm Mm-hmm. Shall we wrap up? But a good old-fashioned egging is always good. At least they weren't painted rocks. Like eggs. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, I've done that. I'm a real dick. (laughs) I got a rock. (laughs) (laughs) You got a rock, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not surprised you made yeah, that you, you made that line stone. yeah and as Genesis voice it goes mm, bacon <laughs> All right. I could get really really bad with it and go rock biter no <laughs> get out <laughs> get out nope <sighs> god damn it we're stuck with her and 
<laughs> we'll be back.
And that brings this episode to a close. I think tonight things went a little bit quicker than normal, but... I guess it is what it is. Um... Uh, next week we may have a guest on the studio, and if that does go down, it's gonna get a little extra sassy on next week's show. So, mm-hmm. girl, say what now? It'll be fun. Oh yes, fun indeed. <laughs> if you have any issues or questions about the podcast, hit us up at podcast at Anime Jam Session. Send us your praises, planes, trains, automobiles, likes, what you didn't like, what you hated, what you liked, things we could do better, this, all this, and the other good stuff. Tell us. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. We have an article up, Ari's article about Nauticons and why you should go and rent a liver. I will have one later in the week about my thoughts on Ultra Street Fighter 4. Wonderful. Um, later this week, I will have episode my episode three of of, of um, Heroes of Cosplay up. And from what I'm hearing, supposedly this is the final episode of the season, or next week is. Well, we'll find out one way or another when I actually get off my ass and continue watching the show. In the meantime, I got other things I have to do, like watch Ron Mo one after. If you can't get to our podcast because it's blocked at your job, that means your sysadmin's a dick. But there are other ways around it. You can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. So these sites such as Stitcher, uh, I believe Blueberry, and uh, iTunes have a rating system and reviews. Please, five-star reviews. That's all we're asking. We're good peoples, you know? Yeah, we tend to be. And to answer your question, ActDev, no, that actually is a t-shirt. You're going to have to link me to that good sir. I may have to buy that. But anywho, moving right back along. Check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. And after three weeks of saying it, all the Otakon videos are up. Hooray! New York Comic Con, AAC, and Taki are the last three. I think I can burn through those this weekend and get those up. Because there's not too much of that. I can do that. If you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find us at youtube.com slash I'm at, I mean, that's where I'm at. You can find Ari at Ari22682, and Mako-chan's at Jupluna. Twitter, twitter.com slash session. Follow us here so you know when we're going live on VOD, what cons we're going to, when articles are going up, photos, videos, all that cool stuff. That's twitter.com slash session. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I'm at DJRunMess. Um, Ari's at the Ari Man. Mako's at Jovidea. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's where all of our all of our stuff goes. M- multimedia-wise, more or less. All of our convention photos are there. You see them? Tag yourself. Spread the word. When articles go up on our website, we'll let you know there. When videos are posted on YouTube, we'll post them, let you know there as well. So... I'm not sure what else to tell you is really, um, except that thank you. We really appreciate all the likes on the page. Whenever you like the page, the articles, the photos, videos, anything, we thank you so much for it, and we'll continue to add more content for you to check out. 
let's see. Um, our also individual Facebooks. You can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmez or that djronmez guy. Mako is at Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan. And Ari is over at Ari Rockefeller. Yeah, he's the only one with a normal Facebook title, so you can find it either way. Lucky bastard. Normal by uh, this podcast's standards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we, like I said, we're on the Vogue Network. There are other geek-centric podcasts that are on here. Um, you got you got one for Star Trek. We have video gaming ones: Bobby Blackwolf, Orange Launch Radio. Star Trek is the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, Understation Live for your TV, pop culture, and British programming uh, t- shows. Uh, Electric Sisterhood, which comes on before us. They like the female variant of what we do, so if you like us, you'll definitely love uh, Ninja Sister and Pandelicious. Um, and if you like MMOs, Girls Gone Wild, which is just tomorrow, and Horde House, which is just tomorrow. Girls Gone Wild is at noon, and Horde House is at 10. It's Wow Wednesdays. And that's pretty much the gist of it. I'm um, looking at the schedule. Uh, new episodes we'll be, we'll be doing. And don't forget... Um, Sunday, June 29th is International Sailor Moon Day. Check it out on Facebook. There will be live events all across the country. You might want to check it out. If you're in New York, it will be held at an awesome karaoke place. I will be there as as Artemis. Um, if you can't make it to that, on Saturday there is Mini Shinko Day at the uh, Wachung Reservoir, I believe. The party starts at 12 noon and it goes all day. Is accessible by mass transit. Once you get there by bus or train, you can catch a bu- you can catch a cab right over there. So let's go around the room for last words. Let's start with Ari. The the new set Magic 15 is coming for a Magic the Gathering for the, the new core set for 2015. I know uh, people were talking about it in the Magic in the chat, and uh, what they did was they got a different gamer and a video and comic designers to help design uh, cards for it. Mm-hmm. My favorite one so far is the one designed by Gavin Tycho from Penny Arcade. It's uh, it's based off a running gag where they kill each other over a Pac-Man themed watch. Wow. It's called the uh, Avarice Amulet. The Avarice Amulet. Yeah, I got it right. You, uh, you the creature it's equipped to dies and another player gets control of it. It's like, oh hey, look, free watch. So, uh, I'm looking forward to the, uh, pre-release for it. Cool. Mako? Um, Mario Marathon has hit and beaten the 500k mark for all seven marathons, um, which is awesome. And I have a dentist appointment in the morning to start everything off tomorrow, so go me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be long and exhausting. And to end the night, I have a Skype meeting for ZenkaiCon. Ah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, my last words. Um, uh, in a couple of days, I'll be officially graduating from college and trying not to kill my co-worker because the boss is out of town for a business trip and me and my other co-worker are kind of sick and tired of his shit. <laughs> but as long as... But we can't complain because it looks like we're complainers and then we are have to deal with some shit. So, yeah. 
<sighs> I need some tea. That is it. End of list. See you next week. Great fight. Great night. Wait, I knew I just forgot something. Yeah. Sorry about that. Let me rewind back just a little. There we go. Like I said, same Bog Network will be here next week. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Now, I might have to put the air conditioner in. And I'm out this bitch. Night. Now that we got that all out of the way. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Thank you. I'm being nice. Better be. Shut That's up. That's not like oh. you. First off, everything. What? I can do it over again. Don't. Jam session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!